All right, welcome to TigerCast, a podcast designed to tell the story of Warsaw Community Schools and a former community about the great things happening to serve our students. I'm Kyle Carter, the Chief Technology and Data Analytics Officer for Warsaw Community Schools, and Amy is unable to join us this morning, but that's okay because we have three incredible guests with us. Last week, we talked about middle school and middle school matters. We felt like it's only fair then to go back a little bit and talk about the beginning of a student's journey. So title of this episode is The Elementary Journey, and what a Better, what better individuals than three outstanding elementary teachers to join us? So we have Emily Rear, kindergarten teacher from Washington Elementary, Amanda Bailey, third grade teacher from Claypool Elementary, and Aaron Kelly, a fifth grade teacher from Harrison Elementary. Thanks for joining us this morning. How's everybody doing? Good. 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 All right. So first and foremost, let's just go around the table. Tell us a little bit, a little bit about yourself and the role you play in Warsaw Community Schools. Emily? Um, my name is Emma. I've been teaching at Washington for four years now. I've been in kindergarten and I absolutely love it. I love to see the growth that they make from year to year um, and from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. All right, Amanda. My name is Mandy Bailey and I teach third grade at Claypool and um, I just love third grade because it's such a huge transition year for our students. All right, Erin. And I'm Erin Kelly. This is my third year teaching fifth grade at Harrison Elementary. And what's great about teaching fifth grade? Fifth grade is incredible. The independence of the student is great. Um, There's so many different things that we can do with fifth grade. All right. So very big differences between the grade levels in which we teach. So let's talk a little bit about that. From a learning perspective, what is one of the biggest highlights of your specific grade? And what's one of maybe the biggest challenges or hardships that you encounter? So Emma, can you talk a little bit about kindergarten? Yeah. So um, in kindergarten, you're building on those foundational skills, you know, how to use a book, reading from left to right, from the top down. Um, They're learning that words are made up of letters and that those words have meaning and um, sentences are made up of words. So watching them learn in a book, it's it's an awesome thing to, to watch them experience. Also, you get to see the student come into your room who can't identify, let's say, any letters in their name. And then by the end of the year, they are able to read a whole book independently. So just that... Um, growth is so awesome. And, you know, I'm sure all kindergartners come in about the same abilities, the same level of knowledge. Um, no, <laughs> um, that would be awesome if they did, but you know, that's just not true. So we do have some kids who come in, um, a little bit lower and then we have some students who come in completely ready for kindergarten and they are ready to start reading a book. So we have to try to meet them in the middle and get those lower kids up to where they need to be. You're a first, though, for, for, for many of the students, well, really for all of the students. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a lot of things that maybe we wouldn't know about school um, yeah. the first time walking in a line. The right, the first time walking in a line, the first time sitting in a desk, holding a pencil, um, following directions from a teacher. So, yeah, a lot of first for these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, I used to, to be an elementary school principal and I would always say, you know what, bless kindergarten teachers mm-hmm. because I could <laughs> never do yeah. it. So thank you for what you do oh, thank you. and getting those students started. Mandy. 
third grade. Tell us a little bit about third grade. So I feel like um, one of the biggest highlights of third grade is um, just the testing aspect. It's a it's a first year for them to do a lot of big standardized tests. Um, and I feel like even though it's a highlight, it's also a challenge sometimes because it's, it's so much for these kids. They're not used to um, just being on all the time, really. Um, I feel like, I mean, we've already started the year with a little bit of testing with Fountas and Pinnell reading assessments and moving into NWEA, and we've got to do the iRead pretest and just mm-hmm. moving on into um, the spring and and that testing aspect with iRead and um, iLearn for the first time. So, so we talk about how standardized testing begins and the third grade level. What does that information tell us? So the iRead test tells us what students are proficient with reading. Um, are they at grade level, below grade level, or maybe even above grade level? Um, so we look at those scores, and if students don't pass iRead the first time, they get remediation at summer school and then retake the test, um, go on to fourth grade. If they don't pass that summer school portion of that test, then uh, they receive more remediation and then take the test again. All right, perfect. So we hear a lot about kindergarten, first, second, third grade. We are teaching and focusing heavily on students learning to read and cap it off in third grade with that I read assessment to measure their abilities. So taking all of the testing away, what do you love about third grade? I love that they still love school. They love their teacher. I get hugs every day. I love you, Mrs. Bailey. I think that's my favorite part It's just the kids. All right. That is awesome. Erin. Yes. So now we have fifth graders. We have done a lot of work Absolutely. to help them to learn how to read. So what is it like in fifth grade? Yeah. Well, and I have to thank the primary end of the building for instilling those foundational skills into these students because by the time they get up to fifth grade or the... Um, intermediate side of the building there's so much more that these kids can do and so many different ways that they can learn independently in groups and as a whole group which is super fun for me so something um, I love to do in my room and something the students love are escape rooms Um, I actually had one planned yesterday but the fog delay kind of put a stop to that so we'll have to fill it in but um, just the different ways that I can allow these students to learn and to give them um, independent work and independent jobs in the classroom is super fun for me and they really enjoy it as well. All right so I heard a piece in that that maybe is a little bit different when we talk about some of the grade levels. I heard the word independent. Uh, Emma do you do you experience a lot of independence at the kindergarten level? Um, Not at the beginning of the year. Um, a lot of the things at the beginning of the year, they're so dependent upon me, you know, how to cut, how to glue, um, you know, et cetera. So at the beginning of the year, no, towards the end of the year, we do become more independent, but not quite as independent <laughs> as we great. All right. So moving on to our next question here, we aren't hearing from first, second, fourth, sixth grade specifically. We've got a variety of teachers here, variety of grade levels represented, but what is it that they bring to the table that you see directly in your lives that that help you to be more, more successful? How do they help prep students for you? I'll start. This is Mandy. <laughs> um, I think that um, at Claypool, one of the things that our teachers were a STEM school um, I just think the the experiences that our kids get in first grade and in second grade, they um, 
hatch ch- raise chicken eggs and hatch hatch ch- baby chicks and um, learn all about birds that are native to Indiana and build bird houses and um, have those outside so they attract birds so they can then bird watch. Um, and our outdoor classroom is a huge highlight for our students and. Um, a lot of that is due to our instructional coach, Brock Rhodes, and uh, he works a lot with our fifth and sixth grade students to make it possible for us to go out there and have experiences out there. All right. So, Aaron, you know, you do a lot of work with fifth graders and, and helping them grow. Sixth grade teams also have a lot of work. How do, how do you see your work helping to benefit sixth grade teams or what they do for students as well? Yeah, absolutely. So going back to the whole independence thing. So they're fifth graders, they're not quite the top dog of the school, but they're getting there. And they're, they're still um, working on that transition into being more independent, especially going into middle school. That's That's a place where you're kind of, you're not on your own, but you do a lot of things on your own. You're moving to different classes, things like that. You have your locker for the first time. So um, the sixth grade team that I work with is awesome. They really get those kids prepared to move on to middle school, um, just in everything that they do, in the way that they run their classrooms, in the way that they um, give them the independence to learn on their own, but also just... um, they show them the things that they'll need in order to make that transition to middle school go smoothly. All right, very good. And Emma, mm-hmm. you do a lot of work in helping students mm-hmm. preparing for first, first grade. grade. Yeah. So, you know, all of that foundational, those foundational pieces, those first that you give them, how's that tie into first grade? So um, we work a lot with our first grade team of just making sure that they know or that we know what they need to know when they're going into first grade. So making sure they're set up for success at the end of the year. Um, I see a lot of the first grade teachers interacting with the littles in the hallway too, just building that relationship with them before they even get to their classrooms and helping them feel more confident. So you work a lot on letters and sounds, mm-hmm. numbers through 20, a lot of some, a lot of those foundational skills and that plays into developing readers. Yes. All right. Outstanding. So last question that, that I really have here to, to dig into a little bit more here. Um, elementary is, is such a foundational experience. That's what we're talking about here today. Um, when students leave the elementary school, what is the single most important thing you hope they and their families remember about their elementary experience? Um, I'll go first. I'm Emma. The single most important thing that I hope the students and the families remember is that, um, one, their child is valued and they are appreciated at our schools. Um, I also hope that they remember that they are given, they have been given everything that they need to succeed um, and that they are fully capable of reaching their potential. All right, Mandy. I just want our kids to have a love of learning, um, a sense of community, and to know that uh, we have poured our lives into them. Mm -hmm. And like Emma said, we have given them everything that they need. Um, We just want our kids to to be good humans and, and their families to know that we've done everything we can to help make them successful. Yeah, absolutely. So something that's really important to me is 
um, making sure that the parents and the families understand that we really truly care about the well-being and the future of their kids. Um, before we know it, these kids are going to be out in the community, serving the community, and we just hope that they um, make a positive impact on the people here because it's us. We are the community, and these kids um, in the future as adults will impact our lives in different ways. So we just hope to watch them be successful in that. All right. So you know what, what, what's interesting to me and what I heard from all three of you? didn't hear a thing about the academics within that. So are you saying there is a whole lot more to school than just teaching students to read and how to do math? Relationship, relationship, relationship. (laughs) All right. So one last question I want to sneak in here because we do have a couple of extra minutes. This is the year of kindness in Warsaw Community Schools. What is maybe one example of kindness you've experienced or been a part of so far in this year? I can start. Um, This fifth grade class that I have this year, I truly look at them sometimes and I'm like, I've never had a class that is more kind to one another. And that's just so cool for a teacher to see the way that they interact with one another, the way that they help each other. Um, I like that. Uh, when I give a student the independence to go, if they're finished with a task, I'll say, well, could you find someone else that might need some help? And um, specifically, I had a student last week where typically if you tell a student that, they'll go straight to their best friend and be like, ooh, can I help you? Um, but go to a very unexpected student and sit right next to them and just help them with their work because they saw that there was a need there. And that is something that is so cool for me to see. Powerful. All right. <laughs> Um, I'll go next. I think that kindergarten is one of the special grades. Personally, I'm a little unbiased, but um, <laughs> they are they're so kind. They just yesterday, for example, I had completely like changed what I looked like for the whole week. Like I had my hair back. I never have it back. And just the amount of compliments that my little kindergartners gave me, they were like, you look so pretty or I love your hair. Um, so just the kindness that they radiate all day long. They, they want to help. They want to help each other. They want to help me. They want to be nice to their friends in the hallway. Um, so yeah, just, I love them. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a new world to it them is, and yes. just the, the candor and, mm-hmm. and, and their ability just to say what's on their mind. Oh and yes. <laughs> yes. Always. <laughs> There's always a story in kindergarten. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Mandy. All right. So I feel like I've experienced kindness from both seeing it in my students, but also seeing it in my colleagues too. Um, I had a new student move in this week, and my kids were all so super excited um, when he arrived, and they were so welcoming and just helpful, and it's so nice to know that I don't have to go back every single baby step. My kids will they'll wrap their arms around new students and and help them get where they need to be and show them how we do things and um, just knowing that I have people that I work with that no, when I when I need a quick text, how are you doing? I you know and try to downplay everything and mm-hmm. just I don't know. We have we have great leadership at Claypool, so so it, it's more about even just the students too. Mm-hmm. Staff takes care of Absolutely. one another. It really is that community feel. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I got to tell you, my kindness experience today is just the three of you joining me this morning. I do appreciate you. Um, what what our audience doesn't get to see is that you're hearing the words, but you should really see the expressions on on their faces as they're talking about their kids and their roles. They're all smiles because it's important work, and they love what they do. Um, you know, Emma, Andy, Aaron, you got incredible reputations, and you do hard work every single day. So I just wanted to be the first one today to tell you um, we appreciate what you do and the difference that you make in the lives of your students. And and that is Thank critical. Yeah, Even on the hard days, you make a difference. So uh, thanks for joining us. I know that you had all kinds of good things to say today, and I hope our audience has learned a little bit more about that elementary journey and, and what our students experience over seven years. All right, so that is it for today. We've got a special episode coming up next week. We have an Olympian joining us, Mr. Billy Mills, and we'll talk more next week uh, as we interview him. I had a headband on this morning. I'm like, well, that's not going to work. <laughs>